podcast my name's rob howard and today i'm joined by marcus hurley so yeah the idea of this uh, particular episode is to talk about some of our favorite films uh, that we've seen so far this year so that we can refer back to this when we come to do our movies of the year at the end of the year or just to you know sort of see where the land lies right now um, normally when we do like our end of the year uh, lists we go from like the bottom to the top but I thought it would be good to just go like from the top to the bottom not that I've like got a specific order at yeah, the moment no, but I'm looking at mine I'm thinking I don't know if I have an order <laughs> yeah well well, I mean okay well look uh, I, we'll, we'll do this but then because what I was thinking is if we leave like what's lowered down to last yeah. that's the stuff that probably won't get mentioned later in the year if you see what I mean, yeah. like it might it might drop out. Although I don't know, looking at the rest of the year, which we'll get to later, there there isn't that much in competition, to be honest. Um, and also, uh, I have to say, with the caveat that I still haven't uh, got round to a lot of the films that come out um, like uh, around Oscar time. Uh, mm. So uh, bear that in mind. Like I haven't seen um, the fish one. What's oh, the shape of water. Or yeah, like that? that's it. Yeah, and I yeah. really am looking forward to that, but it's not actually quite out yet, so yeah. I'm waiting to see that in all its uh, 4K glory. Uh, yeah, I think some, there some people were lucky enough to see it in screen unseen and cinema releases, but we've got to yeah, wait that's until right. it's here. Yeah, cool. All right then. So uh, yeah, do you want to do you want to go then? Uh, well, I've got one of two films. It doesn't really matter which way around I do these. They're obviously the ones that I have single-handedly funded the uh, the Odeon Cinema Empire with. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of them um, is got to be Avengers Infinity War. Oh, God, yeah. Let's go big. A, um, let's just not muck about. Yeah, it's this the best film, film I've ridiculous. seen this year by a country mile. It won't be toppled. If, it's, this, if there's a better film this year, I'll be surprised. This film is ridiculous. It's just not even muck about. It's ridiculous. I mean, having watched it a second time, now that I know the story and everything, I was able to just enjoy it without having yeah. to do any of that wasted brain process of trying to understand plot and story and all that nonsense. It's just literally sitting there and going, oh my God, look at it. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult. I mean, I really, I really can't wait to see it again. It's difficult to process it all when you're having <sighs> your mind ripped apart. Yes, but, but once, so. that's, once that's over... You realise it really is a bloody good film. The way that I mean, we we've talked about how they've managed to give everyone equal screen time and stuff like that. Well, not equal, but a decent amount of screen time. And I've mentioned the fact that they've managed to keep all of the characters true to themselves. Um, yeah. Even four, they've managed to tie in some of the crazy Ragnarok four with the little jokes, like calling Raccoon Sweet Rabbit. <laughs> But at yeah. the same time, managed to rechannel some of old school four, so he's a yeah. bit he's somewhere nicely in the middle, like dry wit sort of thing. You know, he's talking about how he's oh my brother's dead, my father's dead, my sister came back and tried to kill me, I killed my sister. It's just like oh yeah. that's tough, eh? yeah. 
oh well <laughs> um, but it's so much of it was so good and it was just I'd, I'd still think that they they did the best film they possibly could with all of that input and I don't and when you go through the actual storylines and the plot points you realise a lot of them are running in parallel I mean the whole film takes place within I don't think more than 48 hours it's 24, 48 hours it must yeah, be yeah because there's only one night there's only you only see a nighttime sequence in Edinburgh with um vision and whatever and that's after the first act with New York and everything and then that continues on the next day they go to Wakanda and then that's the end game so it is literally probably about 24 hours the entire thing happens in which is bonkers yeah i mean the thing is there's a lot of planet hopping as well but it's best not to kind of go down that road or you might go slightly mad <laughs> um, yeah like when they were hopping through all of those jumps <laughs> in yeah. um, in guardians 2 yeah that's but, yeah, right yeah i don't know if you've got anything to add i don't think there is anything really to add i just think it's magnificent <laughs> yeah i know it, it, the thing is it's like i i often sort of get torn between like what i think are like you know proper good films um, that stand in their own right, um, and Avengers. The the only thing that I think could uh, like pull it down at all is the fact that it is a film that uniquely works uh, on the basis that you have uh, an you know, interest in all of the story. That you're yeah. invested in it all and that you know what's going on. I don't know if the film would have the same impact to someone who had not seen any of the previous films. But then that would so. be that would be the same with with like any third film in a trilogy, really. Because I mean, that's the whole purpose of it—the fact that it could pull yeah. that much money because that many people. I mean, I feel sorry for people that have gone to watch it without knowing half about what's going on because it probably doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. Um. But, you know, in that context, all you've got to do is like kind of go, eh, well, the films have been out for ages. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I, we'll move on to, yeah. to my, to my uh, pick, next pick, or my first pick. My first pick was Avengers Infinity War, but um, <laughs> I've got, I've got um, just under that, I've got three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, ah. uh, which uh, got lots of Oscar love. I think it got Best Picture, didn't it? Uh, yeah, indeed, so yeah. so and right, rightly so. Um, it's a it's a great film. Uh, brilliant uh, performances uh, f- from Woody Harrelson again, um, and uh, obviously the title, uh, the lead character played by Frances McDormand, who uh, you know got got the Oscar. She's great in it. But yeah, basically, uh, uh, the 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 basic plot is that her daughter gets raped and murdered, and n- she's uh, really a bit bemused that or well she's upset that uh the killer no one's been arrested yet um the killer hasn't been found and so there's these three billboards she finds driving in and out of town that aren't being used so she buys them up and puts messages on them that basically call out the sheriff of the town for not having uh you know found the murderer or or at least arrested it or made no progress in the investigation and uh, yeah, so Woody Harrelson's the sheriff. Uh, he's got a, uh, I think he's a deputy or like a a, a, a cop lower down from him, hmm. played by Sam Rockwell, who also got an Oscar for it. And he's totally off the chain, a bit of a lunatic, ma- massive racist. Um, and yeah, there's just some really fruity dialogue in it, and uh, uh, and it goes to 
places that you don't really expect. Um, it's just one of those kind of like brooding sort of yeah. uh, just just powerhouse kind of bit of writing and directing really. So uh, yeah, Martin McDonough wrote and directed it. Um, and it just kind of come out of nowhere and stormed the board. And uh, yeah, I'm, I, I was very much uh, looking forward to watching that and it didn't disappoint. So nice. that's my, uh, that's definitely going to be up there for me. I've yet to see that, but I've, I've heard nothing but good things about it, to be honest. Everywhere. Yeah, it's well worth, well worth checking out. My quiet, I've got a couple of quieter days coming up, I think, including yeah, my birthday, it, so I might do that. <laughs> yeah, it's out to rent uh, all the usual places now, awesome. so, yeah. What, 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 what you got next then? I'm looking at my list, and it, it seem, doesn't seem to really ooze quality, it's more just like self-satisfaction. It's like I'm a fr- yeah, I'm a, yeah. It's like I'm a twelve year old just going. My favourite films are. <laughs> There's been a lot well, like that this year. I know. Though. Well, I got to say, for me, then the next big one for me was it's got to be Ready Player One. Yep, I thought I thought this would uh, yeah. considering how many times you've seen it. I know, I this and, would and I still re- I still regret I didn't see it as many times as I wanted to. It could possibly have been the film if I had enough money to go and see it <laughs> twice in the IMAX. <laughs> I still haven't seen the first 20 minutes of it, I'm ashamed to say. Oh, wow. Well, but you didn't miss too I'm, much, but we'd save that for the uh, 4K rental. <laughs> exactly. Well, I, I, I did um, I did read the book, so I, hmm. I, well, if I hadn't read the book, I would have, I would have rescheduled. But uh, yeah, I just had to carry on. I hated myself for doing that, but never mind. Ugh. Idiot. Oh, well. <laughs> but yeah, no, I know it's chock full of so many references to things you love, isn't it? So um, yeah, but also I kind of... I kind of love the core story. It's a little bit soppy. It's basically boy meets girl. Um, yeah. Outsider boy meets literal outsider girl. And they fall in love and go on an adventure. It's like the, I liked it because it was a Spielberg-esque story in the middle amongst all of that literal magic going on in some yeah. cases. Um, and the ending was a little bit... The ending's a little bit like the message is, oh, they closed... You know, it's a slight spoiler. They shut the Oasis. Was it Tuesdays and Thursdays or something like that? And you kind of think you have a multi-million, million, billion-dollar industry, and you close it two days, and everyone's probably like, "Why?" Because <laughs> real life is needs to be enjoyed as well, and, and that's kind of the message. Even though we've watched how awesome virtual reality is compared to shitty real life for like <laughs> ninety, hundred twenty minutes plus or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then I like the way it ends because the way it ends like that, it almost reminds me of films like The Princess Bride and stuff where yeah. it's literally, and they all lived happy ever after, the end. And it was like that and the reveal, um, Og, Og de Morrow and stuff like that, all those little yeah. reveals. So I, I just loved the way it wrapped up. Um, even the bad guy, the big corporate douchebag, he, when he had the gun, he didn't shoot them. I thought he was going to shoot him. I thought, oh God, it's going that way. It's going to get dark. It didn't. He he kind of saw the error of his ways. Got arrested, and it was just it all wrapped up nicely in a Spielberg sort of eighties yay way. Yeah, I think I think that's probably still somewhere in my sort of top five at the moment. Yeah, it's mostly on account of that one scene in the middle <laughs> where they like go into a, another movie. Yeah, and yeah. I, I just just that whole like subversion of that I just found incredible. Um, yeah, I don't know if it will stay in the top five because that's that that's probably the only moment that really did it for me. Uh, uh, yeah. But 
Um, like, like I said, I need to see the film again in full. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was a great time at the cinema. And it's probably the first uh, 3D film I've seen in a while that actually I enjoyed yeah. in 3D. Um, apart from Avengers, but that was IMAX. So, mm. um, yeah, cool. All right. Um, yeah, my next one is uh, Cargo, which nice. is the uh, the Martin Freeman zombie movie that's uh, that debuted on Netflix just a few weeks back. Uh, and it, and I really liked it because uh, as much as you know the zombie thing's been done to death. Um, first of all. This starts off with basically a mar- married couple. Have you seen it? Yeah, I have, yeah. Yeah, cool. Really All good. Right. So, yeah, well, I'll, I won't spoil it, but um, yeah, it starts off with a married couple and a, and a young child. And um, yeah, it's, obviously something's happened and they're trying to sort of stay out of trouble. And yeah, I think it really, I think it dealt with the whole like changing uh, yeah. like and the grief associated with that really well. Like so many times, like, you know, people change and you're like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, but with this, you really sort of, it was really upsetting the way it was done, like, oh, the eyes. And, and I also loved, like, the imagery of, like, them burying their heads in the sand. Yeah. And, 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 like, the inventiveness of how he's just trying to get his daughter to safety. And uh, they come across a f- quite a few, like, challenges and stuff along the way. Um, I really enjoyed this. I won't lie. I was actually building Ikea furniture at the same time as watching this. Uh, but still, I found myself wrapped up in it utterly. And, uh, you know, I was I was in tears uh, several times throughout. Um, I really thought that was a really great. And I thought Martin Freeman was just absolutely on yeah, top form. Yeah, he did it so well. And he was, he was really good in that. Yeah, I think, I so, think pretty much most of the cast were. And it was a nice... It kind of goes into the... Um, folklore of aboriginal australia as well uh, which That's i thought right. was a nice touch so it kind of gives yeah. it a little bit extra rather than just your bog standard man tricking across desert land <laughs> not yeah, quite yeah, that's right. cub sort of thing <laughs> yeah that's right yeah definitely so yeah that that definitely uh made an impression on me so uh I'll, that might be in my top five at the end of the year hmm. cool what, what have you got any others um i do um trying to think what else i've really seen this year and it was just a you know a, only thing i could think of immediately as well that springs to mind was deadpool 2 yeah um i really enjoyed that so that's obviously riding quite high and also being a recent film um i really enjoyed what it had to offer um i thought the change in direction and some of the shock early shocks really early shocks almost like avengers infinity war early shocks um yeah kind of i thought just allowed it to do something different but then it kind of created a new dynamic which i wasn't expecting and stuff like that so i i I, and and then it just continued to do what it does well um and introduced a really badass protagonist or antagonist stroke protagonist you know it's without being too spoilery um yeah we've already gone into that in another podcast haven't we but yeah, yeah. But yeah, Cable was awesome. Um, Ryan Reynolds, as always. So yeah, Josh Brolin was awesome as Cable. Amazing as Cable. Um, Ryan Reynolds was amazing, as always, as Deadpool. Um, and a supporting cast, I think, even though they're treated as guest appearances, um, all do the job. Whereas add more humour and everything else. I think it just, it just flowed quite nicely. A lot of people have said to me they didn't quite enjoy it. And I'm thinking, I don't quite see how. Because you literally sit down buckle up and it just pulls you along 
and you just enjoy yeah. the film for what it is. If you like Deadpool, this is literally a Deadpool film. Um, if you like the first one, this offers more of the same in a slightly different package. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought I thought it was. Um, yeah, I think it was more of the same, and for me, like that went against it because okay. I really like want uh, I want to be surprised as well as entertained. Um, generally, that's just what I prefer. Yeah, maybe. So but I, I, uh, I put it in the. I put it in the, yeah, that's true. I was going to say I put it in the John Wick school of um, sequels that offer more of the same, but that's kind of what you want. But John Wick 2 just raised the level of insanity to, you know, we we found a new number. It was it went from 11 to like 15. <laughs> yeah, that well, that, well, that, what I feel that film did uh, and why I think it was a better sequel is because it, um, it built on like the foundation that the first film yeah. set. Expanded the world and stuff, yeah. Yeah, whereas I feel like Deadpool was kind of like his round two, you know? Hmm. Um, And I I guess they kind of like sort of tried to sort of build up on the whole like the X-Force bit, but then they just turned that into a joke. So, I mean, it's kind of like that's the problem with the film, isn't it? Like, it's it's a juggling act. Yeah, but then he kind of has a team now, doesn't he? So the, so I guess yeah yeah I, I, yeah he did the end result was like yeah an expansion I suppose yeah. of the of the uh, of the reti- you know the crew he's got yeah. around him so uh, yeah I suppose yeah in that way maybe maybe the next one will really kind of build on that and I mean you know Domino's got to make a reappearance because she's just sitting oh, down yeah, with yeah. it Cable's going to be got to be in it unless he's off doing something futury <laughs> which still probably be yeah. a side note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we'll have to see what uh, Josh yeah. Brolin's schedule's like, I suppose. I'm sure he'll come back. Yeah, true. Uh, cool. Unless um, he's uh, fitting out for a new gauntlet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a whole other ball game. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've I've got kind of a few here. None of them, I think, are going to make it, but by the end of the year. Uh, so I'll just I'll just name them quickly. Okay. And I've been juggling these three. Uh, it's game night. Hostiles and Annihilation. Okay, uh, they're they're the kind of the the three that that I I I might have to revisit uh, before I come up with my final top five. Game Night because it was like a pretty sort of uh, easy peasy comedy, yeah. Which is why I think it's probably not going to last. Uh, <laughs> but it was but much better than it had any right to be, uh, yeah. and and was a lot of fun. Hostiles is a western that I found really entertaining with. Um, uh, Christian Bale, oh, cool. uh, where he has he has to basically escort uh, this dying Indian chieftain who he contempt absolutely has nothing but contempt for. Uh, he has to he has to basically escort him back to where he came from, and they get beset upon and end up sort of bonding a bit. Um, there's a bit of an unnecessary subplot with this woman they pick up. Well, it's not unnecessary, but it fe- I feel like it makes the film a bit t- longer than it needs to be. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and that, but that was really good. And uh, Annihilation, which is another film that debuted on Netflix, seems to be the year for that. Um, but yeah, that was like a really great film with some really cool imagery, uh, directed by Alex Garland, starring Natalie Portman. Hmm. Uh, but ultimately, I felt like the ending was a bit slight. Uh, but yeah, that's, yeah. They're, they're, they're still, they're like free of like probably like other films I just want to mention now because I probably won't mention them again. I've so, got uh, one more. Um, yeah, go on then. And I, I think the ending for this didn't leave me feeling a bit slight. The ritual. Ah, 
I don't know if that actually came out this year, did it? I'm sure it did. I I watched it on. I don't know actually. Oh, that's a very good point. I think that might, I because uh, that would definitely be high up for me if it was. No, it's 2017. Oh man, just missed out. Anyway, I saw it. It in came 2018. out. In the, it came out in the States in 2018. So uh, maybe I'll, well, maybe I'll let you have it. I Google Play when it came up. Um, Google sort of movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's on Netflix now, actually, as well. I'm not sure. I'm sure I saw it on there. Uh might be worth a second watch. But that film, even though it's a 2017 one, God, that was good. Um, yeah, it was awesome. But yeah, I guess I can't really mention it because it's kind of cheating, technically. No, it's fine, oh, well. man. Why did, you, why, why did you like? I mean, I liked it because it was like I just thought it was, it was proper fantasy horror sort well, of stuff. It, that was the whole point. I loved it because it started off as camp people in the woods horror, and you kind of go, "Oh yeah, you know what to expect. It's going to be weirdos. It's going to be people. It's going to be hillbillies or something like that." And then you eventually start seeing supernatural stuff going. Oh, it's a bit Blair Witch. You start immediately going to the nearest tangent then you see the people and then you're like oh it's Blair Witch meets um like the witch where it's like an, a weird community in the woods then you start seeing the runes and go oh shit <laughs> then it gets yeah. weirder and weirder and weirder and I love the little flashback sequences where he keeps going back to the shop where his friend I think it was one of the guy's brothers died yeah uh, in a robbery with like a crackhead and stuff with a machete and it was just the way that every time you go back to that flash point, that flashback, he's in the shop, but the building's half broken and it sort of fades into the woods, almost like Lego pieces where it's half built and it just goes directly into the woods and then it just starts going more batshit every time he goes back there. Um, yeah, it reminded me of like train spotting. Yeah. Some of that stuff, like the imagery of that, reminded me of that quite a lot. Which yeah. I, thought was cool. I just thought it was such a well put together film. Um, yeah. Where you just you think it's just like, I mean, we we watched it because it reminded us of Dog Soldiers, you know, a group of people going off doing yeah. a stag do thing, and then it just completely escalated and got worse. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, really decent British, it. really decent British horror, but uh, I guess we'll count because um, it it was like end of uh, end of last year, but uh, came out in the states in twenty eighteen. Thanks for listening to the Not Watching Podcast, part of the Not Listening Podcast Network, where you can also find the Not Playing Podcast, where we talk about video games, and the Not Listening Podcast, where you can hear Adam and Co. talk about all kinds of nonsensical nonsense. You can email us at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com, or you can tweet at or follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. You can find the show notes for all our shows at notlistening.co.uk. And if you like what you've heard here, please do leave us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Until next time, see ya. Bye. Hi, I'm Randy, and this is Dave. We're the founders of Bombas, the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. So comfortable, we sold and donated millions of pairs. To sell and donate a lot of socks, we became obsessed with comfort. We reinvented the sock from the ground up, adding comfort innovations along the way. It worked. People tried them, loved them, told their friends about them. Helping us sell and donate millions of pairs. 
Try them now at bombas.com slash comfy and get 20% off your first order. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash comfy.